welcome to episode five of Korean Filtered. Today I have a new guest. This guy has been my boyfriend in commercials. Like he was my man in commercials. Mm. You remember this, right? I do. Okay. Yeah. He was my man in commercials. <laughs> Say hello to Josh Guy. Hello. <laughs> the star, the legend, the K drama. Okay, we gotta cut that off. It's <laughs> just. He was literally like, can you not say that? And I was just yep. like, I'm starting the episode like that. Welcome, Josh, to Korea Filter. This is, indeed. I was thinking that when I sat down, I was like, oh, there's cameras. Very unfiltered. No makeup, just... Yeah, we, uh, we just come out like this, yep. you know? I came out of my mom's hoo-ha like this. <laughs> Looking good. Yes, just so beautiful. <laughs> Anyways, I do appreciate Josh, the lighting, though. That's, it's, it's quite nice, isn't that it? That is very yeah, nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She's trying. That's right. She's out here. <laughs> Do you want to introduce yourself to the audience? Uh, sure. Yeah. Um, I am famous. <laughs> <laughs> That's, if I ever start a I sentence like that, friend. you have to message me, slap me, whatever. I'm yeah, like, I will not. Are you okay? Yeah. Are you being held hostage Please. to say you're famous? Like, That's right. Just yeah, no, look for me blinking. <laughs> like, oh my God. It's hostage situation. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. Um, as Paris said, my name is Josh Newton, and uh, I was previously Paris's boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. we broke up, guys. It was short but it was sweet. Very like it was like less than twenty four hours. <laughs> and then it really was, wasn't it? it was less than 24 hours. And then the kicker—they didn't even—they they never, never seen that video. they never put it out. Uh, yeah, I've yeah. never seen that video ever. Um, uh, your audience would have no idea what we're talking oh, about. Oh, oh yeah. Do you want to explain it? I feel like you can explain it really well. Sure. It was a Seoul tourism video. Which never came out. Yeah, and they did yeah. different versions of it, and they keep filming different versions of it, but I haven't seen them. Even so one. I've never even seen yeah. them. Yeah, so in yeah. that in that time, Paris and I had to be the couple, the main couple for that shoot. Yeah? And uh, we you got... Remember the paddleboarding? We, we did paddleboarding, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't touching that water. Yeah. I was there like... And Josh is like, this is fun. <laughs> this is all right. And Paris is like laying <laughs> on the board. I just don't want to fall in this water. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's the Han River. Yeah, it's not the cleanest of... No, yeah. you were having a great time, though. Well, then we talked about that, but then the director was like, hey, can you, like, jump in, like, pretend that you lose balance? Oh, you were like, oh, 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 and I was like, disgusting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's nasty. You just kept saying, keep your mouth really <laughs> tightly closed. No, you, your nose holes just yeah. water Everything, <laughs> everything. Josh, you are a trooper, because they couldn't pay me enough to do that. That's true. Nah, they, you were just like, okay. There were no mutations, so no I'm okay. Disease, not, not yet. <laughs> it was a few years ago, so we never know. That's Something right. Could happen. But it's that Han River water, I look at it, and I'm like, never mind. Absolutely not. Yeah. Nope, nope, nope. But what are you doing in Korea? Uh, I mean, you do a lot. Yeah. Good. Do a lot. Good question. Um, I was thinking about that on the way here. I, I guessed you would ask me that. <laughs> yeah. Of course. And I thought, well, how do I answer that? Um, with keeping with your theme of like Korea uh, unfiltered. Yeah. Um, I would say, what I tell a lot of people when they come here, they want to do entertainment. Yeah. Is the lifespan of a foreigner in entertainment mm -hmm. is very short. It's very, very short. Right? Yeah. Okay. I'm glad you agree with me. Oh, 100%. Um, when I first got here, I met some rather curmudgeonly individuals oh. <laughs> who were like, they're just very angry because <laughs> they had been here for like seven years, yeah, so long, yeah. just fighting through entertainment. Um, Is that you now? I'm not curmudgeonly, <laughs> no, but I, 
my first impression of them was like, wow, man, like chill. You're, you're so bitter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're so yeah. bitter and yeah. sour about yeah, everything. Like, it's just pure salt. Yeah. Um, and now the salt is coming onto us. Well, now I get their saltiness. Yeah, exactly. Salt right now. A little salt bay action it's here. Salt bay. Yeah, yeah. Um, now I I get where they're coming from, mm-hmm. but to not become them. Yeah. What I tell people is that in that time, you basically get like three years. Mm-hmm. Right. You, if you think about it, mm-hmm. it's like you enter the space, and then you need to make waves. Mm-hmm. So like almost immediately, to be honest. And then you do that by just spamming agencies being like, hey, I'm here. Mm -hmm. I want to give this a shot. And then that first year, they kind of just test you out. Mm -hmm. And they'll throw you in things here and there. And they're like, okay. Like random things. Yeah. Yeah. And then there are... The problem also is that with the foreign market, Mm -hmm. if we're brutally honest, it's a lot of people who are just here just like just having a great time, right? Early 20s, just blah. Having a good time. Yeah. And, you know, no shade to them. That's awesome. But then it also... Those agents that you're dealing with in agencies, they get kind of jaded and tainted by that because you get these 22-year-olds who roll in late, don't care, don't do a good job, yeah. no experience, blah, blah. So then when you come on and you're like, hey, I want to actually take this seriously. Try to be a professional, yeah. They're like, really? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. After a year, you'll leave anyway. Exactly. Yeah, right? Yeah, that's like, a, I'm still here, you know? Yeah. That's a big thing. Mm-hmm. So you have to actually show some professionalism and then show that you want to do this. Mm-hmm. Then after that first year, your second year rolls in and then that's like your commercial year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You'll just end up doing a ton of commercials. Oh, yeah. Right? You'll yeah. do the like, Hyundai, yeah. LG, Samsung, Samsung, whatever. Yeah, because they just discovered you. So they're like, yes, use them. Yes, use them. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then part of the short lifespan is... I know it's the same in like probably every part of the world. Maybe, yeah. Um, but like the new face, <laughs> right? The excitement. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what they want is new face. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure it's the same in other parts and in other industries as mm-hmm. well. But it just seems like it's even more the priority. In Korea. Yeah, in yeah. Korea. And then especially because you're a foreigner in a small foreign market. Mm-hmm. So that second year, yeah, you get used a lot for commercial work. Mm-hmm. Probably be your best financial year. And then your third year, commercial work just dries up. Samsung is like, we've used her already. LG's like, we've used her already. Yep. All these commercials are like, where's the new girl? Yep. Yeah, yeah I can see what you mean. And then your contract's always like, you shouldn't go beyond one year, but one year usage kind oh, of thing, yeah. right? Or sometimes yeah. they try to push for more. And then in that time, they're not going to use you again. Oh, no, they're not. If the director or the client, actually, it's not even the director, yeah. if the client wants you, it, it doesn't matter. They, it, they're really going to pick you. Yeah. And I've had a, like situations where it's like the same director and they'll be like, oh, I know Paris, so I'll pick her again. Yeah. yeah. But I do feel like these days, um, I don't know if you feel like this, I feel like it's getting harder to mm-hmm. get like Samsung and LG work. Mm-hmm. And so then that was going to be my next point is yeah. after that commercial year, your third year, you know, if you've proven yourself and at the same time you've been dipping your toe in drama, mm-hmm. movies, mm-hmm. stuff like that, then that becomes your like more acting type year yeah um but to get better roles you in your commercial year you should be doing and setting stones for um extra work right it right. sucks doing background work bro oh my god you're just yeah it's, i can't stand it's, extra work. it's it's pretty brutal in korea i think it's bad everywhere but like it's it's, it's worse 
They yeah. just don't care about you. I'm sorry. Not they're at all. Like, we don't care about you. Yeah. yeah no, you're a slab of meat. Yeah. They're like, you can come and go. And actually, you know, you have to stay here for 12 hours and we're not going to feed you or give you water or give you coffee. Yeah. They're just like, what? Yeah. You know, there's, or like you're on set. I, thankfully I wasn't there, but my manager was there yeah and she said uh, it was a night shoot and yeah. they didn't tell anyone it was in the winter they just knew it was a night shoot in the winter and they roll in and they told them to bring suits and they're like oh it's a night shoot in the winter and it's raining and so then they just created the fake rain and so people are slipping and like falling oh, and because it's gonna create ice then. yeah exactly and then their suits are getting wet and everyone's nice clothes and blah blah and they're just like whatever and then they're like you're an extra yeah basically and then they said can you at least give us a place to like warm up? Right. right. Oh my God. They didn't even give them a trailer or anything. They did. And so then they went and they found a building and they all like ran in there to warm up for like a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Like and then, <laughs> exactly. Then they come, the producers come running over. They're like, what are you doing? Get back out there. And they're like, it's going to take you 20 minutes to set up the cameras. Like, and they literally just want you to stand there. Exactly. Cameras. And you get treated like a child and yeah. it's infuriating. You've been doing a lot of dramas and stuff like that. So then what my point was going to be that you kind of just have to grin and bear it. You grind through it in your second year. And then in your third year, you can actually get some speaking roles or things like that. There's a couple agencies you really have to prove yourself to. And then it opens up doors. But then after your third year, your fourth year, you're like, what what do I do now? So This is it now. (laughs) Yeah, when you're asking me to go back to your original question, what do I do? My advice to people is you have to keep reinventing, and that's the key word, reinventing yourself as you go. So your first year, you can do model work. Mm-hmm. So I used to do, I mean, you probably won't believe me, but I used to do a little bit of fashion work. <laughs> you probably won't believe me. <laughs> yeah. But then their, their answer every time was, you're too big. What do you mean? Like size big? Size big, yeah. They're well, like, you're just... Koreans are usually more... Exactly. Like and then on top of that, of course, they don't your typical like slender model kind of figure. Because Korean models are very thin. Oh, yeah, too, very, right? Very, thin, yeah. So then they're looking at me and they're like, they try to make, put me in this shirt and it's like a crop top. <laughs> And they're like, mm, and I'm standing there going, no. And they're like, mm, not bad. Okay. It turns into magic mic. Yeah. And you're just it's, like, I guess. You're like, this is not, I have worn so many pairs of pants that were way too tight. And they're like, great. Yeah. Yeah. And you're you like, amazing. You're like, mm, I don't think it's supposed they to be that lie tight. They your face. And oh, you'll yeah. be like, oh, I guess I do look great. Thanks, baby. <laughs> and then everybody's seeing it and they're like, what is that? And you see the photos and you're just like. That's that's a little too obvious. <laughs> it's clearly not my size, <laughs> yeah. but okay. So then fashion work. fashion work first, and then I went into the commercial side mm-hmm. of things, and then as I talked with the extra work, yeah. and then I was into the acting side of things mm-hmm. predominantly, and then I shifted into voice acting. Oh, okay. So I did, that was like last year, I guess that was my, is this my fourth year? So the, yeah, it was my oh, third. You've been here for so long, you don't know. Fourth year in entertainment, yeah. But I've been here for six and a half years now. Oh, you've been here for a long time. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then, so it was last year, it was predominantly voice work mm-hmm. and then drama work. And what work? Drama. Oh, drama. I yeah, heard sorry. Uronimo work. Yeah, my voice. I like, I like, Ronimo. I take a little sip of water <laughs> there. Take yeah. your time. So that's all happened. Mm-hmm. And then, so it, the reinvention every time, right? Yeah. And to touch on one of your questions for later, I guess it's like a preview for that, that being a foreigner in Korea, it affords you those opportunities oh, 100%. and those possibilities. Yeah. But you actually have to be active in trying to find those opportunities and pursue them. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, um, you can't just sit there and expect it. A lot of people just whinge at me about what is going on and mm-hmm. you know the issues they have with entertainment mm-hmm. and i'm sitting there looking at them going like i mean a lot of things you say i do agree with you mm-hmm. but i also see that 
you're not actively doing anything to reinvent yourself. And we know that there is this very short three-year life cycle. There is. There definitely is. So if you're not doing anything but just trying to ride that, then you're going to be left with no money and you're like, well... And they're just going to keep picking the next person. They're never yeah. going to pick you because you're not trying. And then yeah, when you've been sure. here longer and longer, you get into, depending on how those three years went, you get into this role or this kind of category where you're like a like a legacy now, right? Mm -hmm. In that they're like, oh, well, we haven't used Josh for a long time. Let's, <laughs> you know, is he still alive? Is Let's he dust him out real quick yeah, and bring him back. Pretty much. <laughs> like, it's like, bring him back yeah. yeah. You do feel like this like corpse that they just kind of <laughs> like reanimate. And they're like, hey, just bring him out. So, yeah. um yeah, and then depending on how things go, you know, maybe you can be up for bigger roles mm -hmm. or ideally, I mean, that's where I'd like to be is mm -hmm. where they only ask you or you do auditions for bigger roles for things. And especially like speaking roles only. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, it really works, depends on how hard you work. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, like what do you, what do you go after? I so really want to ask you this, but obviously answer as comfortably as you want to. Sure. How was it being like on... The good mother, the bad mother. Is that the title? Oh, the, the good bad the good bad mom. Is that what it is? Yeah. The good bad mom? I thought it was the good mother, the bad mother. Uh, in Korean, it's Napunama. How was that experience? Like, you don't have to go deep into yeah. it. Like, did you just like, did it open like your eyes to wanting to do more speaking roles? Or like, how was it? So, I feel a little arrogant saying this part. Oh, but it was amazing. No, not, not that. I was going to say, before that, I was yeah. lucky enough to already be getting speaking roles. You were getting speaking yeah. roles, for sure. And yeah. I had already sort of worked my way, done my time, in mm -hmm. a sense, mm -hmm. make it sound like prison, but yeah, <laughs> done my time in the extra realm and yeah. stuff. And so then proved myself. And then it, I got to a point where they were only calling me to do speaking roles, oh. which was nice. That is so nice. But the speaking roles, again... Unfortunately, <laughs> there was a time. <laughs> let me backtrack here. Josh is trying so hard to like VPC. He's like, wait. Well, no, I it's just kind of a little bit, but also kind of <laughs> confused my timeline there. What I want to jump back and yeah. say is, being brutally honest, there was a time in the very beginning mm -hmm. where I spent like maybe a day. Mm -hmm. Actually, it was very short, but a day where I was kind of just mad about entertainment here. Mm. Oh, everybody goes through that for sure. But what I came to the conclusion about within those 24 hours were that it's called K-entertainment. And that's the key thing that a lot of people who hold on to their anger, mm -hmm. I think, forget. Mm -hmm. It's Korea, guys. You will never be the main. Never. Be Unless for some reason they're like, <clears throat> we just want a foreigner, which I don't think there's ever going to be. But Well, that's kind of what ended up happening with Andrea in The Good Bad Mom, the Napunama. Uh, the, the woman? No, the character I played. Oh. His, name was <laughs> his name was Andrea. <laughs> I am a terrible friend. It's, it's okay, don't worry. I never, uh, I, let, me, let me tell you why I didn't watch it before you go home and you're like... <laughs> <laughs> so it looked very dramatic from oh, the, yeah. the trailer. Yeah. yeah, and I don't like dramatic yeah, dramas. Yeah. Well, ironic, but I like more like action dramas. Sure. So I was just like, oh, Josh is in there. And then I saw the trailer and I was like, just to get to Josh's scene, I have to go through that. So I just looked at your Instagram. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. Fair enough. And yeah, but let me, sorry, again, 
there was this comment that I had seen on Instagram. I forgot to tag you on it, but they were talking about foreign actors in Korea and how cringe like they see like when they watch a Korean drama with a foreign actor in it, they're always like, "Oh, it's like really cringe." Yeah. But she was like, "But the only role I've ever seen played well was the foreign man on Good Bad Mo- Good Good Mom Bad Mom, whatever." Yeah. So I was like, "Oh, I know him." <laughs> <laughs> That, that's awesome. I need to tag you in that, but I was sure. like, like they were like, everybody sucks, and then they were like, only Josh is good. Ooh. And I was like, oh, Josh, he's famous. That, that makes she's me feel pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> that, that makes me feel pretty good. Yeah, you. I guess you did a really, really good job. That's where I was going with my point was yeah. going to be that because it's K Entertainment, mm-hmm. there isn't really the the effort or the concept of how to write in a good foreign character. Especially in English. Right. Yeah. So we are a pylon, mm-hmm. right? Or we're you're a like prop. A plus. Yeah. Just in there. Yeah. You know, if you're a woman, then a lot of times you're used as, you know, the little hussy who comes in and tries to steal the main man. Yeah. And then the woman, the hussy. main uh, the main actor comes yeah. in and she's like, hey, that's my man. And then like <laughs> slaps you, right? But the reverse, if you're a guy, you're usually the one trying to be some like, you know, man pimp thing. <laughs> And come in and like steal, like you're always written to be <laughs> weird roles. Yeah, yeah but I your like your role was definitely different. Yes, yeah. and that was why I was pretty excited about it. Yeah. Almost always, they like see me. They're like white guy beard, and like right now I don't have a beard, which yeah. is it's been like two years <laughs> since I've. And then, yeah. um, but they're like white guy beard means bad man, and so I'm always the bad businessman. Like yeah, yeah, the yeah. bad businessman, the drug dealer, the <laughs> whatever, the no. gangster, um, or a doctor. Right, you I just mean, I'll take the doctor role. Yeah, and then but yeah. you're a doctor role with like one line. You come in, and you're like, mm, you're sick, it's and then that's, syphilis. that's right, really syphilis, <laughs> syphilis. and then cut, and <laughs> then, then you're like, okay, bye. Yeah, that's yeah. it. So, yeah, that's primarily how they, and then you just sort of pop in and out, which actually you don't even pop. Yeah, it's just pop in and pop out, and yeah. then that's it. One it's time, no line or anything. Um, you know, I keep getting recognized or like mentioned from Vincentio that drama oh, from okay. a couple of years ago but i literally pop up were you the doctor no i was the drug dealer guy <laughs> <laughs> so i like I pop up and it's just this video call you so oh, I remember. right I, remember. I watched this drama yeah and then i just sit there and i'm like hmm, yes <laughs> let's destroy korea and then that's it i remember that scene i was like what the hell is josh doing right <laughs> oh my god and th- yeah. yeah, I do remember the video. Call. That's it. And you're like, what, where is the proper writing? Where is the story structure? Where? And they're just like, oh we God. need to show that we're international. Throw the white guy in. And make him a drug dealer. <laughs> <laughs> Whoop. And then, oh, and he's from America, of course. And then, Of course, only Americans are drug dealers. Yes, and then <laughs> that's Korean it. Film, yeah. So. Oh, my God, that tickled me. Um, the, the post that you were talking about yeah. where she was saying all these other ones are cringe and done poorly. Yeah. That's largely in part because of the writing the script, yeah. and then the directing, right? Yeah. Most of the time, and this is the hardest thing to figure out how to navigate very delicately, mm-hmm. is when you walk on set, mm-hmm. they're like, you look like a foreigner, mm-hmm. but I want you to act like a Korean. Because it is Korea. And then that happens even more in commercial work mm-hmm. because you get on there and they're like, okay, do this. And there's... Not really as much acting, it's more modeling involved. Mm-hmm. But then they always say, and I hate hearing this from them. They're like, more natural, be more natural. <laughs> I hate when they say that. I'm like, what are you talking about? But then what they say by that is what that translates to is be more Korean. <laughs> you 
we have to think it's natural. It's that type of thing. Yeah. Like for Americans, you might be natural, but not for Koreans. Not for Koreans. You need to be natural for Koreans. For Koreans, which yeah. means behaving like a Korean. Yeah, and I'm just like, I don't know what that is, though. Right. And yeah. then they're like, you're like, how about you just tell me what you want? Yeah. So there two situations I come back to that I always hold in my mind and I try to share as often as I can to new actors and mm-hmm. stuff. One of them is this prime example. We were doing this commercial and the director said to me, okay, it was this like ridiculous concept and I had to like push this trolley into this scene and the camera's right in front of me, right? And I'm supposed to look like really, and he said, I want you to be super confident. And I was like, okay. And so I'm like, you know, turkey chest this, right? Chin up, like, let's go. Like, "Mm, yeah, I got this. Mm -hmm. Roll in. The director goes, cut. And he's like, no. And you're like, okay. um, How about some more direction other than just no? Damn. Yeah. But then uh, he had to like do something. So he steps off to the side and he's talking to somebody else. And then my manager, she comes over Mm -hmm. and she goes, okay, I think I get it. He goes, just trust me. She said, chin down and just like really serious face and just stare into the camera and i was like how is this confident and i was like okay and then we go back and he goes ready and he goes go and i just chin down like stared in the camera and just pushed it in and he's like perfect amazing and he starts clapping and he's like you nailed that and he's so happy oscar and then i turn around i look at my manager and i was like what the hell just happened (laughs) like how was that confident and then that's that's the difference though, right? Is that you really have to translate the culture. Yeah, because for like American slash Canadian, it wouldn't be that type of No, thing that would all. be very aggressive. Yeah, that it's would very be, like like dang, yeah. like chill out. Dominating yeah. and like you're going in with a mission kind of thing. Um Yeah. I didn't get any sense of confidence from that at all. But that's so you really have to think about the culture. Mm-hmm. Like that, in Korean culture, how is how would this translate type of thing? Yeah. Then the other even more, I think, like, poignant or perfect example of this is I went to this one agency and they were trying to build up a new foreign model book, mm-hmm. basically. And uh, they're like, okay, we just want to do some... And they never tell you what's going to happen, right? You just roll in and suddenly they're like, hey, let's just do some photos. And I'm in, like, <laughs> like just just casual clothes like this. And I was like, um... Okay. So then uh, he's taking pictures and he goes, okay, I want more charisma, more charisma. Mm-hmm. So us being Westerners, I'm just like, all right. And so I'm like, sure. And like big smile, like, hey, like trying to pull like a Henry Cavill kind of thing. Like, hey, yeah, yeah. charm, right? And then this guy, this director or this photographer just gets like visibly frustrated and he's just like, enough. And then just walks away. And I was like, and again, my manager, she was busy talking to like the one who was trying to organize this whole book and stuff. And they were having this sort of side conversation. And then... Of course, I'm like, what the hell just happened? Mm-hmm. And he just walks away, and then he's mumbling something in Korean, and then boom. And so then I leave. My manager comes over. She's like, what happened? I explained. And she goes, what'd you do? And I said, well, I did charisma. I'm like, hey. And she goes, yeah. So we call it Korean charisma. Yeah. So I kid you not, you can do this at any time. Mm-hmm. If you go on Naver, the Google, like the Korean Google, yeah. right? And you search the word charisma, you get pictures of like Gong Yu or some of these other major actors mm-hmm. and their faces are just mm-hmm. poker face. That's charisma? That's Korean just charisma. Just like straight face. Exactly. It's just the... It's not charismatic. I mean, maybe, again, Korean culture. Right. But like for me as like a Kenyan slash American, I yeah. wouldn't consider that charismatic. But well, and I that's... Guess. Then if you go on Google... Mm-hmm. And search charisma. And search charisma. <laughs> yeah. 
you get images and everyone like Tom Cruise, like, hey, yeah. right? Big like smiles, very, like, blah, blah. Yeah. open, like friendly type yeah. of thing. Yeah. So again, it's this, you have to translate the culture. And then sometimes you learn these lessons that like by English definition, yeah. their idea of charisma is completely wrong. Well, but it should be true because they're using the English word of charisma. So. Exactly. Yeah. But it's their adaptation of the word. And so you need to learn that that's... So whenever they say charisma... We, charisma would be 매력적인. I just realized in Korean, it definitely isn't like a... Right. Yeah. yeah. This will almost be seen as silly in Korean. It's so, not charismatic. Okay. It's not 매력적인, okay. which is the word for... Charisma. It translates to charisma, charisma, but in Korean, I see what you mean. Right. Because when I think of 매력 in Korean, it would be like 공유 being like handsome, like yeah. cool looking. Chic. Yeah, like very chic. Yeah. There we go. But in... When you translate to English, that's not it. No. It's just chic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Chic. We just call that chic. Yeah, the yeah. thing chic. Yeah. So then when directors, they say, oh, charisma. And I go, I'm like, Korean charisma? Western charisma. <laughs> American. And then they go, hey. And then Joy, my manager, yeah. she explains real quick. And then the director goes, oh. And he goes, okay, Korea charisma. And you're like, okay. It's the oh for yeah. me. Because that is exactly how all of them They all do it, right? Well, and... You know what's funny? I've had a scene where I had to like act shocked yeah. and that's what they wanted. And then we would see that as overacting. Yeah, it's right? like too much. Always. Yeah. But then they're like, more, more, yeah, they're more. Like, we love it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like have you watched reality shows here? Oh yeah. Oh, they give you a lot. Oh yeah. <laughs> like the facial expressions yeah. have to be on point. Yeah, yeah cause you were on sure. that pyramid. Uh, ah, Dehan. the Tianwei Boogie. Yeah. yeah. Did you see my reactions? I yes, was, I did. <gasps> Like yep. I was doing the most. When I saw your clips, <laughs> I was like, mm, she nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> that was my thought. It was oh, she she knew yeah. she knew the assignment, go I big. Yeah. And or she nailed it. Literally you have to go big. And you then you got screen time. Yep. I was like, I'm getting screen time some way and somehow. Yep. Because my manager was like, you have to do like exaggerate everything. Yep. Like Koreans love that like exaggeration. Because mm -hmm. it's like cultural, you know? It is. But for America, it would just be like, Are you okay? Like, yeah. Chill out. Just like you're doing too much right now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, are you on drugs? Yeah, it's like right. literally like that. Yeah. Yep. But in Korea it's like so different. But in, in like all the things that you've done or even being in Korea for those six years, like mm. what's like one hardship that you say you've, you face? I mean, there's definitely a lot that we've named, mm -hmm. but what's one thing that you would be like, oh, I really had a hard time with this and maybe you've overcame it, overcome right. it, or maybe you haven't overcome mm. it yet. Is there anything that you can think of? Friendship. Oh, for you too. But you're so social. Are you not so? You are social. I mean, I'm an extrovert, but what I mean by that is Good friends? I, I guess uh, there's no other way to say it other than just like making friends. Uh-huh. Um, we'll get unfiltered. We'll get deep. Oh, let's we'll get, get deep. deep. Um, let's go deep. So Call them out by name. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> this person did me dirty. <laughs> this, that's right. <laughs> let's be very unfiltered right now. Let's make a little death note. <laughs> that's right. Let's just start <laughs> scribbling down. Are you typing this up? That's right. Who do we have to find? Hunt, oh hunt down their we'll Instagrams them. and start bombing them. <laughs> Send the four subscribers I have to them. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Go write bad messages. Uh, for me, no, it's been making friends, mm -hmm. especially with female Koreans. Oh, I already know where this is going. Yeah, it's been yeah. really hard for me um, to the point that now I like, honestly, if I'm brutally honest, mm -hmm. I have like trauma. Wow, it's yeah. that bad. It's like whenever I'm around a Korean woman, I lose all confidence in how I'm supposed to behave. Oh, wow. 
okay. Because of the cultural differences, Which I have huge. They yeah. they are massive. Yeah. People are like, oh, come over and it'll be rainbows mm-hmm. and unicorns. You're like, really actually, different. there's a mold that you're supposed to follow, mm-hmm. and then when you don't, the word they always slap on it is, you know, oh, it's a misunderstanding. Yeah, yeah. So. A very minor example. Mm-hmm. So I can give different extremes, but yeah. on like the lesser extreme version, um, when I was working in uh, Hagwon mm-hmm. at first, mm-hmm. I was an English teacher. Yeah. So I did that for about two and a half years. Oh, wow. You did for a yeah. long time. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I didn't say this before, but so now I'm actually, I'm still acting and stuff, mm-hmm. but now I'm actually at a game company and mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. just took on the role as game director. Yeah. So director role. <laughs> yeah. So I'm game director at a company, yeah. and then waiting for like I just did two auditions for bigger roles for oh, some dramas. Wow. So we're waiting to see if I get either of them, but we'll we'll see. No, no. Dang it. No. I want you to be on that so bad. Okay. Oh, I rejected it. Back to the friendship thing. Yeah. Um. So first, yeah, I was an English teacher, and then at my hugwan, my receptionist, mm-hmm. she was a very funny girl, mm, right? Yeah. And in the mornings, we'd be chatting and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And then, like, when I'd be waiting between classes. Mm-hmm. And then the one day, she made this joke. And it was, like, my first week in yeah. Seoul. Yeah. So I'd already been living in Korea for about seven months. Yeah. I was teaching kids mm-hmm. at a different hagwon in, like, the very bottom of Korea. Mm-hmm. The boonies. Yeah. yeah. Just above Busan, like, in the, <laughs> the countryside. The boonies, boonies, yeah. Yeah. And so that's where I started. And then I left there after seven and a half months mm-hmm. and then came to Seoul. Mm-hmm. Started teaching here, had been here for like a week. And then in that week, uh, there was one day and she made me laugh. And I, I laughed and I said, I was like, ah, you're funny. I was like, I like you. And then, oh, no. see, oh, no. she yeah. got it right away. She got it right away. No, this girl will be like, oh my God, he likes me. <laughs> Immediately. Like I've, I've definitely lived here long enough to know that's how it is now. You can't, you can't make those type of remarks. Oh no. And in America, it would just be like, oh, I like you too. Because, like, banter is good, you know? It's like, oh, we're friends. I like you too, you know? It's not like you said you love me or something. Even I love you is very easy in America. Oh, I love you. Oh, I love you too. And that's it. If you say I love you here, that's like harassment. How did you so, explain that situation? So, it, like, a week went by. And in that week, she went from being my friend to oh. just the most awkward girl you've ever met. <laughs> oh, no. And I was like, what the hell happened? And so... Oh, Again, it's very counter to Korean culture to be confrontational. But I was like, Yeah, you can't. Yeah. Nope. But I was like, I need to solve this now because she's our like company reception. Right. You can't have these awkward moments every time you walk in. And so then I just walked up to her one day and like the class isn't emptied. It was just before she had to leave. And I said, What is going on? Yeah. And like she spoke English as well. Right. Right, And so it was that communication was fine. Mm -hmm. And she goes, Well, yeah, I mean, you said you like me and I just, my mind just exploded. <laughs> I, I honestly, I could not believe it. And I was like, cause it's like, yeah, I like you. Like you're cool. But for her, she's like, so you know what I said to her? Okay. I, I was just looking at her so confused yeah. and I went, yeah, I like you oh. the same way. I like cake. <laughs> that was my word for word. I said that. And then her brain exploded. Oh I could just God. see it behind her eyes. And yeah. she was like, what? And I was like, I don't like like you. I don't want to date you. I said so no, I and I you. said, yeah. I like cake. I like you. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> like there's no in between here. There's there's nothing. Like, I don't fancy you like that. Yeah, and then oh my god. Again, 
because this is Korea, confrontation, not a thing. So then for the next couple of days, she was a little weird. Yeah. But then she got over it. Yeah. And then it smoothed out and it was fine. And you guys were chill. Okay. And it was okay. Okay. Um, wow. Yeah. You can't say that in Korea. <laughs> they will literally be like, he likes me. And you're just like, they, I, you have to be very careful when it comes to the other sex here. Um, even for me right now, like, I've been going through it, Josh. Mm. Mm. I'm going through it. I can't be nice to men here. That's it. Like, I'm nice and they think I like them. And yep. I'm like, I don't like you. I'm just being a nice person. Yep. If you're nice to some, some, not all, because some people do understand, um, they would definitely think you like like them more than a friend. Mm -hmm. But you're just being a nice person. Yep. So, it's especially, I mean, your viewers might not know. So, I'm Canadian. Yeah. And I, I mean, we're neighbors, basically, America. right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but in both countries, and I mean, we have a reputation for being friendly. Oh, yeah. Canadians are very, very known to be very friendly. And so, generally, yeah, that's part of my character yeah. it's just being friendly yes. and just yeah have you know whatever yeah but that has been and i'm doing air quotes here for mm -hmm. those that are just listening you know misinterpreted or mm -hmm. creates misunderstandings mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so often yeah and yeah. so that's where that like ptsd trauma oh, has come in where i, I meet a korean girl we're in a group or whoever and i'm just like hands to myself yeah crossed like behind my back or something yeah. and then they're like hi and you're like hi how are you? Yep. And you just, and then the problem that has arisen is now they're like, oh, he's not interested in me. So then okay. even if I am, and I'm like, I want to get to know you yeah. better to see if maybe we could date. Yeah. But now I'm like, if I do anything, then you how far will you misinterpret this yeah, thing? Yeah, right? for sure. For sure. Um, I learned in another very extreme situation, no touching. Oh, yeah, even... Do you know how I laugh and hit you? Yeah. Yeah, you can't do that in Korea. Nope. No, you can't be laughing and touching people. And when I say no touching, like, I don't want you to think I'm thinking inappropriate things no, at all. I like mean just small, innocent friendly touch, punch, whatever. Not at all. Not like, unless yeah. it's a very obvious high five, but then even... <laughs> high five! But okay. then <laughs> Koreans even are very awkward about that. They're like... Yeah, and they just don't know what to do. Yeah, they don't. They really don't. Or at my gym right now, um, I've joined an Olympic lifting gym, Ooh. and so that's what I've been doing for a little bit Games. now. Yeah. And uh, like, I'm always the guy going around and like fist bumping mm. whoever I'm working with. Yeah. And because we'll be on the same platform and alternating mm -hmm. the weights and stuff, and then I'll like fist bump. But even with dudes, and I go to fist bump, they're like. They don't know what to do. And then they try to make it really formal and do two hands yeah. and that two-handed fist bump. I'm like, what is that? A little bowing and yeah. then fist bump and you're like, wait, what? Or but yeah. the, the newest one I've seen because I'll just do like a single put out a fist like yeah. boom, right? Like nice job. Boom, yeah. that's it. But then they're like two-hand fist. <laughs> and I'm like, they put their fists together and then fist bump my one and I'm like, what are you doing? All right. Like, it's yeah. just contact is not a thing unless you're in a relationship yeah it's it's definitely not and even i feel like obvious this is like one of the biggest obvious things that westerners do when you meet someone you hug them yep. right like it's just like oh hi how are you yeah i stopped doing that in korea to koreans yep i don't hug koreans nope, nope. unless you like raised in like america or canada or australia or something if you're raised in korea lived in korea i've never been outside of korea i'm not hugging you yep. because you're gonna misinterpret why i'm yep. hugging you immediately 100 so yeah hugs i've and you know what's funny i'm very icky to touch now also mm. yeah. um even in the subway if somebody just kind of grazes over me and touches me i feel very icky mm. which i don't know if it's because of like the whole no touch thing in korea but i'm very mm, about touch and yeah. i this year april i was able to actually visit back home yeah. and then was with my buddies and stuff and 
I miss that. Like just being like, hey, what's up? What's yeah. up? Yeah. And just the, the yeah. physical contact, the just generalness mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, there's physical tongue to contact you reserve for your significant other. Of course, yeah. But it's just in Korea, it's just a flat out no touch. Yeah. And it's going to be misinterpreted. So my situation, long story short, was just I was with a friend mm-hmm. who had been out drinking with many times. Yeah. And this is a girl? Yeah. Okay. And we, she's actually one of my coworkers yeah. back then. And then we were out at a bar. We'd been drinking from like 10 p.m. to like 6 a.m. Which is so common in Korea. Yeah. yeah. And so we, this was like our fifth time doing that. Yeah. And then at the end of this one night in particular, it's the morning now, we're eating some Chinese food. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. <laughs> and uh, 6 a.m. Exactly. 6 a.m. Yeah. Chinese food. And uh, she was wearing this really nice ring. Mm-hmm. And I just gestured and I had my hand out, mm-hmm. palm up, and was like, oh. And then she was kind of looking at me and her hand was there and then I gently grabbed and like her hand lifted a little bit. So there was some motion. Oh, so you were like, Oh, I can go in. And it. so then a little bit, like the tiniest bit, I didn't just like grab her yeah, hand. Yeah, right. Yeah. wouldn't ever do that. And then I just touched her like fingertips uh-huh. and I just held them for a second. So I could extend her finger and actually look so at the ring. the ring. Yeah. Cause it had Which this very like, common because people would be like this. Yeah. Right they'll put their hand or something like that. Yeah. But I was like, Oh, nice ring. Yeah. And then I, so I said it first. Yeah. And then I think that's why her hand moved. And then I just grabbed her fingertips and then I looked at the ring and I was like, yeah, that's really nice. And it has these cool like engravings on it and stuff. After that, wouldn't talk to me, wouldn't look at me, just ice for like, oh, for two weeks. And then she, and again, the confrontation, she didn't ask you why you did that. Zero. After that, even after I did that, then she like, hurriedly finished her drink and then was like i have to go home and then just left and i was like well that was weird oh i don't so this is why i got like trauma i'm like yeah and these were my first two experiences in like my first month in korea that is traumatizing and then since then it's just been variations those would be the extremes and then it's just been variations of that since and it's like never ending because you obviously you have to meet the other gender somehow. Like yeah. you can't only meet guys in Korea. Um, so I, I definitely can see how like that's really sad though. And then when you're on set, mm-hmm. film sets or things like that, like for Napunama, right? Mm-hmm. I was on set a lot. Mm-hmm. And then you learn that even with your there was all the extras or something, they really like segregate you. It's mm-hmm. like foreigners over here, and yeah. Koreans over here. Yeah, they don't. And then if a guy goes over and mm-hmm. starts talking to girls. She might like you. Mm-hmm. She might be interested in you. Mm-hmm. But because, again, other people's perception of you is so important in mm-hmm. Korean culture, she won't talk to you. She won't. She won't give you your Instagram, nothing nope. like that, because mm-hmm. then she'll be seen as a slut. Yeah, like she's easy. She's easy, exactly. And it's just like if you're interested in someone, you should talk to them. But you can't because yeah. there's so many people around. So yeah. you've got to like get them one-on-one or something. Yeah. And so I am always flabbergasted when... I see or hear about these other foreigners, male foreigners that I chat with on set or just Instagram, whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're just meeting women all the time. I'm like, how do you do it? Because do my it. entire experience here has been so difficult. Yeah. And that's been my biggest challenge is just even. And then there's also the whole ghosting culture. Oh, my God. I've said this so many times. Korea yeah. is the ghosting champion. It, and like, yeah, I mean, amazing at ghosting. Yeah. You know, there is. <laughs> I had this like. I pretty much now I've cut out most <laughs> Korean women in my life. Like I hardly talk so to sad. any of them. Understandable and why yeah. you have to, but like, yeah, and it's, it's just been, it was just such a headache all the time yeah. that 
now I just don't even bother. Yeah. And then, you know, there's, there are a number of women as well where I'd be friends with them, Mm -hmm. but then they just disappear for like, without saying anything, eight months. Just gone. <laughs> They'll come back like nothing happened. Right? They come back. And then yeah. I was like, hi. And I'm like, what do you mean hi? Like, like, you left me on red eight months ago. What I, are you talking about? Yeah, I messaged you multiple times. There was no answer for eight months. Yeah. What's going on? And they're like, oh, I broke up with my boyfriend. So now it's okay. You know what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, your knows, second choice. She knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. But it's not just that your second choice. It's like very, people need to understand. It is very, very common that when you enter a relationship, mm-hmm. if you're a man, you cut contact with every woman with every opposite gender person yeah and vice versa you're a woman you cut contact with all males yeah which is what and it so basically now i know that if i meet someone and then they agree to that kind of behavior i know that we are not compatible not because i value independence i am not a jealous person Mm -hmm. and i encourage and have encouraged my previous girlfriends to have male friends Mm -hmm. i'm like i don't want to be the only guy in your life yeah that would be weird it is and then it creates this kind of clingy dynamic and obsessions also they start yeah and then they've only got my perspective versus if you've got five or six other bros that you've had because you're gonna have friends that you've had before you get in these relationships exactly yeah and i'm i always like because i've obviously met korean men who are like oh i don't like that you have guy friends and in my head i'm always like these people were here before you were here Like, who are you to think you can just tell me who to cut off when you just came into my life? Like, I never understood that. But when I meet, like, some of my Korean... I've had a Korean guy friend literally get a girlfriend. And I text them. He was like, my girlfriend said I can't talk to you. And I was just like, dude, I've known you for four years. What are we talking about? And literally after that, never talk to me again. They broke up. And then he came back. Hey, Paris. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, I'm over it. Yep. Because if you threw me away that easily, why would you think I would just be like, oh, hey, you're back. Mm -hmm. What is this? This is not McDonald's. You can't have it your way. Like, what are you talking about? (laughs) Is that McDonald's? I don't know. Is that Burger King? You can't have it your way. I don't know. I don't know who that is. Ignore that. Ignore that. But yeah, it's like literally like, ugh. But you get what I mean. Yes. You can't pick and choose when you want to come into my life. Yeah. Yeah. But they don't understand that. Yes. And so, of course... When people ask me, they're like, oh, well, do you want a Korean girlfriend? I'm like, I don't care what nationality you are. What has become more important in my life and what I've learned, and actually one of the other questions you said that we might discuss Mm -hmm. was um, best things that you've gotten. Mm -hmm. Oh, let's go with that. What are the best memories or the best things that you've experienced in Korea? I couldn't... I'm actually going to cheat a little bit on that Mm -hmm. answer. And I'm going to go more broad because it really doesn't have... I'm sure, again, other foreigners would say similar things, Mm -hmm. but... Excuse me. I think the more different answer is growth, Mm -hmm. emotional and mental, Mm -hmm. spiritual growth. Mm -hmm. But it's been because of things like this struggle with friendship. Yeah. And then learning, you know, what is friendship to me? Mm -hmm. What do you value in that? What are you looking for? Um, and the same kind of thing with work and just life, life balance. Mm-hmm. So there've, there's been a lot of self-reflection mm-hmm. and trying to grow as a person yeah. and then figure out more of who I am and what I want. Mm-hmm. Um, that I don't necessarily attribute to Korea. Mm-hmm. I attribute that to travel. Uh, like moving around. So I, in the few times I've gotten to actually do a podcast or an interview mm-hmm. or something, I've been very um, vocal about 
encouraging people to travel mm -hmm. and but not visit mm -hmm. like Everywhere. actually live there yeah we're in a world right now where you have the opportunity to do that yeah to actually travel and then live in a different country yeah and i learned when i because i'd visited other countries but then when i actually moved to korea mm -hmm. that's when i realized wow there's a huge difference oh, it's different. between just visiting oh, when you get different. this surface level everything's hunky-dory do you live here mm -hmm. now you actually understand the culture you get these the friendship things like you in, get yeah in two weeks you're not going to experience those struggles at all no you have to live here for like maybe a few months and then those struggles you start like seeing them yeah a hundred percent and yeah. then not only that you start like if you want to go even deeper mm -hmm. live here but then work in that country's style of business mm -hmm. right <sighs> You start working in a Korean Switching company, yeah, yeah, and you're just like, wow. It's different. It's very different. It's very different. Um, so there's, there's so many layers, mm -hmm. and that's what I encourage people to do: is actually go there, live there. Mm -hmm. When I was quite young, I was in my early 20s. I lived in Whistler. Where's Whistler? Whistler in like just you have to start in Vancouver and you drive a few hours oh, into so the still mountains. In yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. And. Uh, I lived there for a summer with my brother mm -hmm. who was already living there. And one of my many jobs was working as a stock boy <laughs> at this uh, grocery store. Stock boy sounds so funny. I yeah. And I used to call our lunchtime the United Nations. <laughs> yeah. Because it's Whistler. It's a tourist yeah. attraction. Major oh, so it's tourist all different nations like coming. To Everyone, right? <laughs> yeah. So you start hearing their stories. But my favorite thing was this Aussie couple, this mm -hmm. married couple. And... They said, yeah, we just move and live in different countries every six months. Wow. And I was like, that is so cool. And I was that early, I was like 22. Yeah, yeah. And I heard this and I was like, I want that. I want to try Sheesh, that. Six months all the time. How do they get the finances for that? Well, because they move there, they work. Oh, they work and get the right money away, and then move again. And then move again. And they did that. And they've been doing that for like three years or something Sheesh. like that. So they lived in multiple countries. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was really nice because they're married and they had each other. Yeah. Yeah, it was very cool. <laughs> and then that was pretty inspirational. And uh, Is that why you were like, um, I want to leave Canada? N not that one specifically mm -hmm. it's one of those questions where when you look at you know a sequence of events in hindsight mm -hmm. then i'm like this one this one this one this mm -hmm. one they all contributed to mm -hmm. where i am now yeah for sure yeah but in that moment it was just more of that like light bulb like that's actually possible that's awesome yeah yeah, yeah. and yeah. what i never realized is that us in canada america mm -hmm. We are so far removed from oh, basically the entire world. Oh, 100%. When you're here, you have so much easier access to so many other countries. Especially like, because Asia is just like around. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. And it's not that expensive to leave Korea to go to like another Asian country. At all. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, it can get more expensive heading to like deeper parts of Europe. But even oh, yeah, then, that's yeah. still cheaper than flying out of Canada America. Yeah, or America. America. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like for people flying frying wow nice <laughs> wow um flying from like america to thailand would be thousands of dollars yeah but from korea to thailand was like 500 dollars, which nice. is like way cheaper um so i've definitely gotten to this mentality where i'm like i need to explore a little bit more um and i don't know if it's just as me as a girl or whatnot but like i just know these opportunities money these english English, English, English. These opportunities <laughs> are not going to come up as much if I do get married and have kids. Yeah. Um, because that's another, like, basically a job. Then, yep. You know? Oh, yeah. um, so, like, when you're young, it's definitely the best time to do it. Or when you're not 
with child. When you're not tethered <laughs> down. Yeah, when you don't have something that you have to give all your concentration to. Sure. So, yeah. And I'm trying to travel a little bit more. Nice. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I'm trying to save that guap, that <laughs> money. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're, you're so up to date on, on the slang when i get your messages through instagram and you're like you're throwing down bets and you're yo bet got it i was <laughs> like i see these things in memes and then you're actually using it and i was like i don't i feel like an old man i really don't understand i spend an unhealthy amount of time on instagram okay that's true. well it's paying off i tell well, you that I mean, that's true people are like oh my gosh she's young that's right i'm not you throw down the word guap if i do that I could, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's right people will be like what are you saying yeah. what's a guap who is this poser yeah are you trying to be fetch <laughs> do people even say fetch I don't think that's so. so fetch. I think that's gone, isn't it? It was to be like a mean girl thing, right? Yeah. That's so fetch. Oh man, that was such a good movie. Oh my god. Movies back in the day were amazing. Yeah. But is there something that's not in Korea or something that you wish Korea had that's not in Korea? Mm. This can be like anything. Manners, yeah. brands, respect. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Koreans Damn. have respect. Damn, I'm that sorry. just that went like <laughs> right. that, that, that just they don't have manners, <laughs> they don't have respect. They do, they do, they do. Sure, they do. The biggest thing for me, I think, is I wish there was more consideration for the environment. Uh, Oh, I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Even as something, something as simple as just, especially coming from Canada, where everything is about reduced packaging and more green and all that, right? So that's what what I find kind of a scapegoat, a little bit unfair, is. Mm -hmm. Korea, yes, had a crazy history. And then really since 19, let's say, 65 mm-hmm. till now, Korea has had its real development oh, period. Oh, yeah, they've like hit the roof, definitely. Yeah. So they are, and they develop so fast. Mm-hmm. And they're it's fantastic, right? But they still, when you talk to middle-aged men and women Mm -hmm. and then of course seniors Mm -hmm. they still have the mentality that they're a third world country Mm -hmm. and they treat the environment as if they're a third world Mm -hmm. country Mm -hmm. if you look environmentally and at like a gdc or not gdc g what is oced right is that called the what are you talking about that's the the global like look at anyway somebody can um (laughs) Comments. Um, like the GDP? <laughs> yeah. No, no, not that one. Not that one. Not that GDP. Um, I don't know. They, you know, when they're looking at all the nations and working together. Yeah. Um, if you look at one of those reports, they talk about which ones are considered, of course, first, second, third mm-hmm. world countries. Mm-hmm. Um, but you see that first world countries, their priorities become about preserving the environment. Right. So there is that transition. And when you're a third world country, yeah, you're just trying to develop. Yeah. So there is a complete lack of concern for the environment. Mm-hmm. But Korea is so far beyond a third world country. Oh, no, it's not even close. No, yeah, it should definitely be considered a first world. Yeah. And so there, I wish there was more consideration and emphasis on environment. Sure. Then, you know, of course, yeah, the, the argument that has been thrown my way before when yeah. I've just briefly mentioned this to yeah. other in other places was, well, we have recycling everywhere. Yeah, but have you ever actually tracked where the recycling goes? I've never actually, funny enough. Well, I mean, there's plenty of reports, again, that just say, yeah, you separate everything. Yeah. And then they take it it all to the landfill anyway. It just gets... What's the point of recycling? Exactly. There's no actual... I mean, I can't say 
all of them. So I can't say there's no recycling, yeah. but w- generally in a lot of cases, mm-hmm. especially depending on what city you're in, mm-hmm. it's just all going to the same place anyway. So it's, it's just that, you know, what do they call it? Um, safety theater kind of thing. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that kind of just theatrics of yeah. that we're doing it. It's on, on face. It looks great, but behind the scenes it's different. But the, exactly. It's not yeah. actually happening. Yeah. So, those kind of things yeah and it's not difficult to find those kind of reports online as well which is actually funny that you said that i have a friend who literally is like what's the point of recycling korea does not you know fulfill the recycling thing so she just puts everything in one plastic um one bag thing which i don't condone it's it's not my family or my household but she she's also like team like they're not going to recycle anyway so why am i having to go out separate all these things when they're just all going to put this in the same landfill. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like her thought process. But I mean, I still recycle and I'm pretty sure you still recycle. Um, and then after whatever happens after we recycle, we are not sure of one of my jobs. So back in One of my jobs back in Canada, I actually worked for a recycling company. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that was also why it's kind of a little passion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now <laughs> so you're like, I've seen it happen in Canada. Can it happen in Korea too? Well, uh, even, we were pretty mad at Canada because they were doing the same thing where it's just, oh. especially in Toronto, they got nailed for it in Toronto oh. where it was just, Hey, everyone working their ass off to separate blah, blah. Yeah. And then, yeah, they have these, they have bought these different trucks and they collect this and that. And it comes in and you're like, where does that truck go? Somebody follows and it was literally, they just investigate. Yeah. They just follow the truck and it was like, all same lane same fell. Thing. Yeah, just started like, burying it underground. And you're like, holy goodness, shit. How does that help the environment? So of course, Canada, you know, freaked out. And then Toronto got, you know, you know, what is this? Like all the punishments and yeah. like taking away funding and blah, blah. Yeah, and then yeah. it's like, yo, fix your shit. Yeah. And then they finally did to some degree. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a number of friends actually who work for recycling mis- municipalities yeah. or work in different municipalities and then in the recycling mm-hmm. departments mm-hmm. and stuff. And uh, yeah, we've had conversations about this. So it's the biggest problem is just that it's expensive. Yeah. The is technology expensive. is there, but nobody with power and money is actually investing in it to yeah, make it cheaper. They'd rather put that money in something else. Sure. It's always like that. And yeah. so we just continue to destroy our environment. But is there any last words that you would have to, that you'd like to say? Or what is it called? My advice. Sign off? Advice? <laughs> or advice, advice you would want to give the audience. I guess I could reiterate travel, mm-hmm. but live yeah. there. Yeah, if you have the finances for it, definitely yep. try it. Um, or th- Josh can help you. <laughs> um i also need the finances right now (laughs) so please donate (laughs) we we did talk about how it's difficult to be in entertainment here it's not easy Um, yeah you're gonna be poor for a while (laughs) yeah so that would be the big thing the first one and then the second one is if you're dead set on coming here um just be aware that it can be a very great time Mm -hmm. if it wasn't then we both wouldn't have been staying here for for so long for sure um there are hardships though and they will come in ways that you didn't expect. Mm-hmm. So I came here thinking it would be language barrier mm-hmm. and then just learning the culture. And I maintain that I come at everything without ethnocentrism. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to be like, yo, I'm Canadian. This is how we do in Canada. Oh, yeah, no, this no, is no. better. Yeah. None of that shit, no. right? Leave that at home. Yeah, there's, please do. This is not Canada. There's no America. space for that, no matter where you're coming from. When you come here, you need to understand, going back to my stories about translating the culture what is charisma here mm-hmm. what is you know confidence look like that yeah. kind of stuff so you do have to adapt this is a very homogenous country mm-hmm. 
<laughs> the actual population of foreigners for all of Korea is only 3%. That's very low. But that's, that's all foreigners. Yeah. That's not that's like... A, that's very low. That's not Westerners. That's all the Chinese. That's all the Russians. Okay, that's like everybody. Any right? non-Korean, basically. Exactly. Yeah. So it's a super homogenous country. Mm-hmm. You are a minority. Mm-hmm. and that's You'll always a, be a minority. And that's been so. a really cool flip mm-hmm. coming from Canada where I'm a majority. Yeah, you're a majority. just a white yeah. guy, right? Yeah. And then so many things that I've heard friends or stories about in Canada from the minority groups, mm-hmm. you actually experience here. Yeah. And you're like, hmm, yeah. shoes on the other foot. And it's, it's interesting. It's very wow. part of that growth, yeah, right? Yeah, for sure, for sure. So be prepared for that mm-hmm. and then just have an open mind and you'll enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Is that your log off words? I think so. Okay, great. Thank you guys so much for watching this episode of Korean Filter. Thank you, Josh. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so show. much. We'll do Korean oh, stuff. Oh, my God. Oh, we don't do that. Okay. Oh, handshake, yeah, I'm gonna think handshake's like, okay. No, I'm going to think you like me. Oh, sorry. Okay. No. This is Korea. This is not <laughs> Canada. Get it right. More trauma. <laughs> just stacking on I'm my just trauma. <laughs> just stacking on my I'm trauma. I'm like, no, you can't touch me at this point. That's right. Sorry. I can't even be nice to you because you're going to think I like you. That's right. Ugh. Oh <laughs> we broke up already. Chill That's out. right. It's my second chance. <laughs> That's right. Double. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. That is how, that's what we've learned. But anyways, guys, thank you guys so much for tuning in to Korea Unfiltered. And I'll see you guys on the next video. Bye, guys. Take care. Bye. I like how you said take care. <laughs>